seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore. Here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the dark. It's a hopeless soul, with Aaron and Rogan world. It's a hopeless soul, with Aaron and Rogan world. What's up, Rohit? Aaron, how are you, dude? I am pumped for this episode. We have our topic today is the media. We got to do a little news from the quarantine. News from the quarantine. Big news. And for anyone who hasn't listened before, we always do this. We talk about what's been going on in the quarantine because the pandemic is still here. Not going away anytime soon. So, I have a question for you, Rohit. What movie did you see at the theater this week? You know what? It was the first movie I've seen in a theater since March and before the world shut down. And it was not only my first movie since the quarantine, but also it was my first ever drive-in movie. And... It was my, not my first, but my second Aaron Wolf feature film premiere. Um, the first was Restoring Tomorrow. But this was the movie Tar, the uh, the creature feature slasher uh, film from Aaron Wolf and our producer, Tim Nuttall. Yes. And uh, we'll even be talking to Alec a little about it. But more importantly than him, Rohit. What'd you think? I I loved it. It was fun. It was funny. Um, it was, I definitely, you know, I definitely jumped once or twice. Um, and what I thought was really great was you had a charming cast. You had just, you know, it, it was, it, it harkened back to a time when, you know, it was like the innocence of monster movies when things were just simpler and things were just fun and you were just in it to, to, you know, eat some popcorn and just watch something that's, that, that's just you know, really a great ride. And so I had a good time. We, uh, you know, I, I, I think the only problem with it was, um, it's really hard to eat in your car when it's dark. Um, <laughs> so those mustard stains for my hot dog are, uh, yeah, those are, those are souvenirs from the show. Um, and, uh, yeah. And it was, and one thing I also learned about a, a drive-in is that, you know, you, when you get in there, you need to use your, uh, AM radio. That's how you get the sound. Um, and, uh, and so that also in itself, when you, when you take like the genre of movie that you made and you add in the radio sound, you put it in a drive-in, it literally felt like time travel. Um, <laughs> and that was until all the, the, the German cars and the Teslas, they had their lights starting to turn on, uh, on automatically, you know, just because of, you know, the, their batteries dying and like repowering the car and stuff like that. So that was, that was, that was not like the fifties. Um, but the rest, it was really fun. So congratulations, Aaron. It was truly a delight. And I really recommend everybody, if you can't make it to a drive-in to watch tar, I recommend you just download it on Amazon or, uh, iTunes. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. That's uh, a great review. And you can uh, download it on on iTunes, on Amazon. It's on demand because we do the theater thing. But because of COVID, we want to make sure people who aren't comfortable going out can uh, can watch it 
from the comfort of their home with their family, with their friends, and have a good time this Halloween season. And you can go to www.tarthemovie.com for all the links or just Apple, Amazon, etc. So uh, thanks, man. It's uh, It's been a crazy ride. If you've seen me doing promos on TV and stuff, I really want to hear from you. I say that always. So write me on social and let me know what you think of this crazy fun film we made. And, uh, and so with that, even though we might bring up Tar a few more times, uh, we're going to get into, so we always do our topic number one of hopelessness. And this is a big topic for, uh, <clears throat> for me. And I want to know how I can find hope because we've gotten to the point in our country where conspiracies are becoming real news. They're actually like when the president of the United States and when all his patriots or whatever he calls them are actually bringing this news out to the public. And it's actually on new quote unquote legitimate news stations. I feel like the media has gone a bit off the rails as have some of the government officials like conspiracy theories are for sort of out. They're out there. They're not for they're, they're not real. I mean, like 99% of the time, these things are just wackadoodle. And what made me feel extra hopeless is in looking up some of these conspiracy theories. Like, one, it shut down Twitter for like an hour because there was some stuff going up. So Twitter actually shut down. And two, on Wikipedia, there's an entire page of conspiracy theories promoted by Donald Trump. Can I read you a few? Oh, please do. So we have the Hurricane Maria death toll controversy because he put out a conspiracy that they had upped the death toll to hurt him. We have the allegations of Obama spying on Trump, which just aren't true. They never happened. Um, The FBI has said that. The white genocide conspiracy theory that uh, other races are trying to have a white genocide against uh, uh, whites. There's also a big Jewish one about how Jews are trying to end civilization. Uh, th- let's see, just a couple others. Clint- oh, the Clinton body count that the Clintons murdered a bunch of people somehow. I mean, the list goes on. Oh, and the lockdown, of course, right now, the 2020 lockdown, how this is all a conspiracy against Trump. So, and then the list goes on, Rudy Giuliani, you name it. All these people are just spreading these conspiracies. So give me some hope that like we can get back to a time when conspiracies were just that just like these kind of whacked out things not mainstream news on mainstream networks you know what Uh, this is something that you should be pretty hopeless about at least for now um it's almost like there's there's some theories online that the reason we're seeing an increase in conspiracy theories it's and just is not that there's more conspiracy theories but that more people have access to be discussing these theories and find other people who generally, it's not necessarily that they believe the theories, but oftentimes it comes from people, you know, very many cases with mental disorders that are like, they just, they're not really connected to reality and it's much easier to accept something that fits along with their morality versus some, and doesn't break their reality. You know, even if it is not real, 
And so I think these people, when they're able to find each other, power comes in numbers, volume comes in numbers. Um, so what happens is they get louder and then oftentimes volume is mistaken for credibility. And I think that is one of the biggest is the biggest issues. Just because a lot of people are saying something doesn't mean it's real. And um, what social media has enabled is these people who believe these things. And I have a friend um, who uh, has a partner and that partner, um, you know, says some really crazy QAnon stuff and is a firm believer that there's, you know, like, you know, they're at the base level, the, you know, like the anti-vax type conspiracy people. Yep. And then, so this person believes in these, in these anti-vaccination stuff, but then believes everything about the cabal. They believe in all the Democrat pedophiles. They believe all of that and the anger with which they spout it. That screams to me, mental health hmm. um and i would say the only thing we get out of that because is screenshotting those things and putting them on reddit to get karma um so people can laugh at it but in reality i'm actually just as scared as you are that people are starting to give credence to these conspiracy theories now, like it really is scary. Do you think it can go away? Because one thing like with this, the town hall thing that happened where they did their town halls and um, Trump said uh, that he said the thing about QAnon and the Democrats and pedophilia. And then he also then right afterwards said he didn't know anything about QAnon, even though he's yeah. tweeted about it and stuff. So is there a, a, a point when... We can just maybe, just maybe, with more civility and more unity in this country, that some of this stuff will dissipate to the fringes because it is so out there and so obviously proven wrong to the point where he lied within 10 minutes of himself. There, I mean, the this this man is, is you know, he's, he's, he's an unsolvable mystery. And the only time, you know, and I think until he's out of office, whether it's in, in January of 2021 or January of 2025, um, the that that's as long we have to put up with this. And there's probably going to be a ripple effect. However, I did learn about one interesting way to counteract some of these people. Mm. Um, and there's a, a I just saw it, I saw it on Twitter. Recently. Lock them up. It. Someone says, you know, lock them up, lock them all up. No, you never, never punish someone for speech. Never. How what you can do though is, you know, for example, it's like, oh, you know, someone's talking about the moon. It's like, oh, you believe in the moon landing? The only thing that you can say back to them is, oh, you believe in the moon? And <laughs> just like like out stupid them oh. to the point where they're like, You're crazy, man. There is a moon, but we like just like what you want to do is, you know, I think this is the only time where you fight where you go lower than they do. Yeah. And it's you know, and it's just out conspiracy the conspiracy theorists, and not only might you confuse them, you know, like you know, like Snorlax, um, it injured itself in confusion, um, or like some Pokemon, um, but you can actually have a good laugh. So let's let's try it real quick before we get to our guest. Let's uh, let's just try it. Give me a conspiracy and let me try to out conspiracy you. Okay. Um. um so there's this pizza shop 
um, where all the liberals go and try and just, you know, if they order pizzas at the same time, they're ordering child prostitutes. Did you know that, Aaron? Wait, you believe in pizza? That's an Italian invention that never existed. When they say pepperoni pizza, you know what they really mean? Guns. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know what? And, and everybody's talking about all these different like New York style pizza and Chicago style pizza. Uh, that's just code. When you're talking about New York style pizza, you know, it's actually, it's about all sorts of just New York crime. It's not even yep. just about all the child prostitutes. That's just part of it. Nope. So anytime somebody orders New York style pizza, you you should know that if you've ever eaten pizza and you've ordered the type of pizza you ordered, that these people that order New York style pizza, they are actually opening their, they're trying to commit specific crimes that are really based in, you know, in the New York mentality. Yeah. It's like right now, if I said, hey, Rohit. You want some L.A. style pizza? What that actually means, there is no L.A. style pizza. It's just I've just ordered because I'm wired. I've just ordered a hit on you. It's that could be it. And honestly, anybody that orders pizza is a threat to democracy. Just as the same way that that wearing masks is a threat to our democracy in the same way that vaccines and people thinking that the earth is round. Those people are all threats yeah. to our democracy. Everyone, everything is a threat to everything. I mean, yeah. let's try it again. Like, you know, you know, I heard a big thing uh, Give me one. You know, about yeah. this. I, I heard a really, uh, really big news about how delis, right? Jewish delis uh -huh. Uh -huh. are actually fronts for the Jews like myself to ruin and take over Christians in this country. And every deli is a front for the Jewish mob. You know, oh, and by the, the way, the, when you say you want a pastrami sandwich, sandwich, let me do that again. You know, when you say you want a pastrami sandwich, you know what that means? What's that? Eliminate a church, or or kill or kill a savior, or kill a savior. Yeah, <laughs> there. That's yeah, I mean, my honestly. Conspiracy. I've heard. I've actually heard that Jewish delis are where the Jewish mob kidnaps people and forces them to get circumcised, even if they already were, they recircumcise them. That's what I heard that all Jewish delis are. We call and that that's the dub, we call that the dub circ. The dub circ. When you, yeah, you recircumcise, you just get a dub circ. Yeah, it's 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 it just goes down like, you know, it just takes the the, the skin off your thighs down to your knees. Um <laughs> <laughs> There it works. You out conspiracy the conspiracy. Yes. It does work. It so let's work. have fun with it, man. This is great. That's the. So I hope I hope I brought hope. you hope with conspiracy. I theories. have hope now. I want to out conspiracy every conspiracy <laughs> theorist now. I mean, uh, honestly, Aaron, conspiracy theories are just a a standard improv troupe like starting point. It is. That's it's, all it is. It's like yeah, it's basically like what we used to do at the Groundlings. It's the same, uh, which is an improv troupe. For those who don't know, we we do that stuff all the time. It's just not with this with reality. <laughs> And uh, speaking of impacts, uh, the mailer game, which Ooh. for those who haven't heard before, it's I, I get the mailers for every candidate. So there's two candidates, but one sends messages mainly from himself and the other, it's the whole family. So Trump and Biden, I get all their mailers. So I try to trick Rohit into guessing who sent which mailer. 
to my text. So, oh, by the way, I got five tickets to a New Jersey rally for Trump this week. I'm just not quite going to make it, which sucks. Darn it. There, I, I've almost gone to, I've registered to go to like 11 Trump rallies now. I just haven't quite gotten to any of them. It's weird. I mean. wonder why. Yeah. It's, I'm so sorry that you've had to miss out. I hope, you, I hope the FOMO hasn't been killing you. Uh, it's I feel every day on the news when I hear about it and I think, oh, that's how I could have caught COVID. Oh, that's how I could have caught COVID. Oh, I could have gone there to catch COVID. So, yeah, I mean, there's tons of COVID FOMO. So here we go. <laughs> we can't slow down now. Blank is calling on you to step up in the next 30 minutes. Biden. Boom! Fooled you. That's a Trump. Damn it. Oh, oh wow. When I fool you, it's really exciting. Uh, all right. So we got that one out of the way. Let me just find another one. Damn. I felt confident. I know. That, that was... That uh, <laughs> Here's your confirmation ticket to the rally. <laughs> That's Trump. That's me getting my... <laughs> confirmation ticket to the rally bring, bring your white hood <laughs> yeah i know right i left it in the hotel um the, here's the tough one the broadway cast of hamilton is not throwing away their shot to help blank say that one more time the broadway cast of hamilton is not throwing away their chance, their shot to help blank. I'm not even going to, why would I, that, that's the most obvious Biden one ever. Because, you know, the whole cast of Hamilton, I think uh, they had a whole anti-Trump protest a few years ago on stage. Um, yes. So. so now here's another one. You're right. It is Biden. Blank just wrapped up his rally. So this is your last chance to become a donor. And reserve a free limited edition sticker. Donate now to help the surge of donors. Donations. Okay. Rarity and free. Who doesn't want that? These are the, the bountiful fruit of capitalism. Um, so, yeah, that, that that's Trump. Biden. Wow. What? Wow. What? Oh. I suck today. Usually I'm pretty fucking amazing at this game. Oh, this is a record. Wow. And for... For any new listener, by the way, this is a record. I've never stumped Rohit twice in a mailer game. Never. And you know what? And this this is actually um it's 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 uh realizing my fears of the Biden campaign starting to play by some of Trump's rules. Um Well, we're going to get to that. We're yeah. going to get to that with our debate section. So I don't want to yep. lose it. All right. Uh but what what All we right. do want, moving on from the mailer game, what we do want is topic number 2. Because topic number two, you've got yeah. a you've got a you've got a doozy because um, it was not a good day. It's a reference <laughs> to your doozy. Yeah. And, and this is a, this is talking about um, some economic plans that are straight out of Compton. And <laughs> um, if you guys didn't get enough of our of our um, uh, not overly thought through intros with that. Uh, yeah, it's about Ice Cube. 
uh, rapper Ice Cube has been uh, getting a lot of criticism um, in the media. In the media, um, for having worked with Trump, with Donald Trump, on something called a contract with Black Americans, which is a 22-page detailed proposal um, that Ice Cube actually released in August to address Black opportunity representation, bank lending and finance reform, traditional public policy reform, expansion of the Thirteenth Amendment rights, police reform, reform in Hollywood, and approach to our Confederate past. Um, and according to Ice Cube, the Biden campaign told him it would circle back after the election, whereas the Trump campaign was open to his input sooner. So he sent this to both campaigns and he's getting ripped apart in the media because Trump took the time to acknowledge it. So the what you're seeing from the media is Ice Cube's an Uncle Tom. How dare he uh, do that? And I, I don't know. It's kind of weird, man. What are your thoughts? So I don't. I don't totally get why he's doing this, to be frank. I don't know where it's coming from. It's almost like, does Trump have something on him? Because, like, this is just not the dude that, you know, we all grew up with, with his movies and music. Um, You know, where's, are we there yet, Ice Cube? Where's Barbershop Ice Cube? Where's... I saw him at Coachella like three, four years ago. He put on the greatest hour and a half set with all these guests. And he was just, everyone was just amping up. Like, why is he doing this with Trump? Like, it just, it's so off. He's, they've always, he's always been about, you know, change and like fighting for rights of African-Americans in this country. And like, it feels like this would be his chance to go, be part of the protests and be part of the like social movements, not to be trying to convince Trump with weeks left in the election to talk to him. Like, I don't get it, but what gives me hope at least is that I don't think people are listening. I think people are, I don't think he's doing anything but hurting himself. Mr. Cube. I don't see, I would beg to just, I beg to differ. I mean, I think actually it's, it's pretty fucking hypocritical that people are, here's the thing. As much as someone may dislike the president in office, don't you want the right voices to be heard? Isn't it a good thing when somebody you've disagreed with so long actually listens? And but he doesn't. If Ice Cube, but he does. But he doesn't. But Trump the fact doesn't is that Trump listen. came back with. But then the Trump came back with. Trump came back with a. Um, he thanked Ice Cube and talked, came back with a platinum plan, a two-page yeah, campaign is, promise to increase access to capital in black communities by almost five hundred billion. Right? I'm just going to challenge and you on this. I'm challenging you right away on this. Trump, we know, is in it for only himself. And Ice Cube is a very smart man. He should know that if anything, all Trump is going to do is use him to try to get African-American black vote. That's so, all he's doing. He's been doing it all. He's been doing it the last number of months because he knows if he doesn't do that, he can't win. But so this is but this is like the same argument that people like put on like like for example when Elon Musk was on Trump's you know like as one of Trump's advisors for the environment and technology at the beginning of his campaign everybody was pissed at Elon but don't you want the brightest minds being on the cabinet not the idiots not the people that are going to ruin foreign policy don't you want to surround someone that you may disagree with with the best ideas the best minds so good things happen I I think this ends up sounding like a team sport it's like. Imagine if good things happen for the black community 
through Trump as much as you <laughs> dislike him. Imagine, but imagine that though. But it's almost like people are saying they would rather not have that happen because it's coming from him. And here's the thing: Biden straight up fucking ignored it. Biden did not respond to this, but instead he's got like dumbasses that are barely literate, like Cardi B, like the. Like she can't even talk without making up or skirt sound like nothing she says makes sense. How the hell is she getting FaceTime with him? And meanwhile, this freaking clown, this bozo Trump, he's actually then has got his people like actually responding with a plan and actually acknowledging it. I actually would give props to Ice Cube for putting it to both parties and actually trying to make a change. And the fact is that he got through with someone that would be the hardest to get through. I don't think he should be getting hate. I think it's like, holy shit, you actually made it through. He used his celebrity to actually the only thing that gets Trump's attention is is attention from other celebrities is attention from the media that's the only way the dude operates and Ice Cube like the same way like Kim Kardashian worked with Donald Trump to release black prisoners and have so many of them be released after for nonviolent drug crimes as much as you may dislike Donald Trump which I do you have to acknowledge and applaud the fact that Kim Kardashian used her her power to do that to actually make lives better and I don't see how that's different with what Ice Cube is doing now and the fact that people are pissed at Ice Cube for actually possibly making a change whether it is just to get votes or not if something like this happens that is a good thing I, I disagree with being upset at, at Cube because everybody should be trying to do things it doesn't matter who's in office. You're the, what you can do is be better the world regardless of who's in office. And that's what this dude's trying to do. He got dissed by the party that is supposed to be all about, you know, you know, uh, people of color and all that and actually got acknowledged by a possibly racist president. So then that makes you then really question what is the part of the priorities, the people that are actually complaining, I'm not saying you specifically, but if you're looking at all over Twitter, people pissed, they just want to see their team win. They don't actually want to see progress. And that is, that's that's what I take away from the people that are pissed at Cube. Well, I'm going to go full conspiracy here. I don't think it's the real Ice Cube. I think the real <laughs> Ice Cube is on an island with Tupac. Honestly, and it couldn't be the real Ice Cube because, you know, he's not frozen. <laughs> I think that he is on an island, and this is a fake Ice Cube, who is doing all this. And the real Ice Cube is chilling on an island with Tupac because Ice Cube wanted nothing to do with this country anymore. So he just got out <laughs> and they're chilling in the Bahamas. Him, Tupac, probably Dave Chappelle's out there now. Like there's just a few of them. And Dave Chappelle's not dead, but he like would be. He like wants to get out. He's left before. And uh, so that's my theory. I think that this isn't the real Ice Cube because and I think the Biden campaign realizes that it's not the real Ice Cube. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, it, it's I know everybody I know it's it, this is not going to be a popular take, but I think it doesn't matter who's in office. If you can make things better for your community, you work with whoever the fuck will listen to you. It doesn't What if someone's matter. just using you for votes and really has no interest in doing what they actually say, which is basically Trump's record for 4 years. I mean, that that is a legitimate thing, but honestly, dude, anytime look at it doesn't matter from since the dawn of democracy, every candidate has promised a million things, every candidate and all I think there wouldn't be a controversy right now if Joe Biden had actually taken the time, less time with Cardi B, more time with people actually putting plans on paper that make sense. 
like, and this, this is, this is on Biden. This is not on Trump. This is not on cube because, because Joe Biden's camp could have responded, could have made promises that could have just been as empty as Trump's to Trump. Like I said, he came back with a half a billion dollars, you know, sorry, a $500 billion or half a trillion dollar plan. So making that access to capital, it does sound a bit crazy, sound huge, but it's something. And if, and remember it's, it's people like, it's just right now people are clinging to personalities because nobody should believe promises, but if anything, it it only helped Trump that he listened to a well-respected black man that put something really, really important on paper, and he's the only one that did of the two candidates. Are we there so. yet? <laughs> Are we there yet? Are we there yet? I also have another conspiracy theory, too, because you kept sure. saying demo- democracy, which is something I don't believe Trump likes, and the reason is because Trump knows that democracy, the first four letters, there's it's one letter off, which is also the last letter in QAnon, the N. And if you add an N, it's demon-ocracy. Yeah, yeah. And so I think yeah. that democracy is actually just full of demons. And it all is, Ice Cube is. is doing is trying to promote demons in our society. Yeah, and you have the demon-crats and the Republic craps and yep. yeah, yeah. And so. even the liber- cool. well, lib- libertarian idiots. <laughs> yeah. Libertari- yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah. It's- look, I'm going to give us, we always do a hope gong. I'm going to give a hope gong to this because this just went way off the rails, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the hope gong. Oh, that's, that that's one. giving hope. I, I missed that sound. Do- just going off the rails with that topic. So speaking of <laughs> of uh, of something really crazy. So we always do our guest the BTS. BTS, biggest pop group in the world now. K-pop, they're just massive, so popular. Uh, I'm one of their number one fans. Rohit's become one of their number one fans. We just don't know much of their music, but we love them. Uh, BTS, we're part of the BTS army. Again, just learning their music and learning who they are, but love them. So here's yeah, a question. One day I'm going to learn their names too. Yeah, don't know their names yet, but we will. <laughs> so uh, big question I have for you right now, Rohit. There was a New York Times story today about BTS. I mean, these guys are just, they have grown. Since we've become their biggest fans on this show over the last number of months, they have just grown in quarantine. They've grown. They're even bigger. Like their their faces are all over Sunset Boulevard now. So New York Times had an article about the business of BTS. Can you guess what they estimate the BTS movement, the BTS army, the BTS world is worth in a value, in a value amount, a number amount, what BTS, the entity with all its fans and stuff is worth four billion dollars wait what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) wait i'm hope gogging the world right now wait ready (laughs) was my answer close it was dead on that's exactly the number are you serious i promise i did not know that all right the world is getting back to normal we are all i cannot yes. believe you guessed that i was it was literally pulling it out of my ass i was just like well it's definitely more than one or two 
it's definitely not 10. Ah, four sounds nice. Fuck, Dude. is five sounded too round in my mind? Like, oh, five. That just sounds too, like, even. You know? Well, you like, said you pull it out of your ass. You just shat gold. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. Yes, they're worth $4 billion. <laughs> Them and their army of fans are worth an estimated $4 billion as an entity. That's fucking impressive. They're that worth, like, as much as the Yankees. Which is a lot... Which is definitely, it, I mean, they're probably worth about $4 billion more than me. Um, um, wait, let me do the math. Okay, carry the one. Yep. <laughs> yeah, both of us. What, what a coincidence as well. Yeah, if you combine um, our net worths, yeah, it's about $4 million bucks. Go see Tar at the movie theater and that number will change to three million nine hundred six. So that well done. I I mean, there's really nothing more to say except congratulations, Rohit. You just redeemed yourself from everything you've ever done in life by nailing that. And God. And so I think let's go into uh, the debates. So we've been starting this thing where we debate. Rohit and I have a debate in our show. And... This week, Rohit, the entire time, is sure that Trump will win this election. I am sure he won't. I also believe there will be an incredible amount of chaos and disaster after the election. I believe, Rohit, you think the same, that there will be problems after the election. I think a little bit. I think a little bit. I think you're going to see pockets of it. Pockets of, of destruction. But let's start with this. Yeah. Rohit, give me your argument in a minute or two, because that's what we do for our debates, of why you think Trump will win the election. And then I will give my argument about why he won't. I think Donald Trump is going to win this election because this election is going to be based on personality. We are... We've, we as a culture have devolved from caring about issues into caring about headlines, into caring about points, about who's right or whose team is right. And there is, just as a way that the middle class has eroded, the idea of centrism has eroded. And people, you're either, you know, on, if one party calls the other, anybody that belongs to the other party, a racist they, they say hey you're you're a poor racist you should join my party um you know you're the poor racist and if you don't vote with my party you know you're evil and i hate you and that doesn't help get votes meanwhile the other party you know is is also you know pretty much being being racist in many ways you know even though not all of them are and it's just it's just it's division it's horrible and right now nobody has done anything to sew up the division, and I think Joe Biden is as valiant as he's been, and as equal and as fair and as welcoming as he's been. I do not think many of his supporters have acted the same. There's been a general hatred that has been really the the, the tone. Hatred does not. You don't catch flies. You catch more flies with honey, right, than you do with anything else. And right now, the votes, the, there's no honey that's drawing that's people the timer. to that. All right, so that's why. <laughs> That's two minutes. Why do you think? Well, valiant argument. 
I believe he will not win for this these reasons, and I'll list them. I'm watching my timer. He, uh, Donald Trump is his own worst enemy. He's failed his whole life, but because of money, because he has access to money, he keeps going, rising above because of money. He's committed every crime in the book. He's everything from rape to prime murder people to tax evasion to failed businesses. You name it, he's failed. He's failed at the, as the president. He's lied. He's, he's, uh, his ex-chief of staff, John Kelly, just said that he is the, the human with the most character flaws ever. That's his chief of staff from like a year ago. And he said that he is the biggest, most flawed human ever, was what he said. That was his quote. So I believe over the last year or so, enough people who were kind of in the middle have slowly seen this guy is just absolutely out of his mind. And people who are out of their mind become scary. And he has done nothing. He keeps trumping himself and hurting himself. With every speech he gives, he says more ludicrous things that more people are just saying like, no, enough is enough. And then Biden, on the other hand, who was a, uh, you know, has grown as a candidate, I believe. He started off iffy uh, and has just grown stronger and stronger as the campaign trail has gone on and has become more likable uh, in this era. I mean, he's been around forever, but in this this incarnation in President Biden's candidacy. He has become more and more likable, more and more people like Uncle Joe, like his story, like how he talks, like how he's one of us, feels like one of us. And uh, I believe for that reason, people center, center right, left are, are jumping on because they see a person who's a decent man who also has good policies that I think are right in line with what we need right now to start getting America back on track. So that is why I think Joe Biden will win. And I also think there's going to be so much chaos after the election and it's going to be an insane. Oh, my timer's up. I am going to. um... And if I just may just just quickly address that, I think for those reasons, which are all true, Joe Biden should win. That does not mean he will. And that is a sad truth about our country. And that is a sad truth about a two-party system where people are not voting with their conscience, they're voting with the team. And that is just the reality. And I think that it's, it's depressing, but I do think we are gonna get the president we deserve, not the president we need. Well, I'll say this as my closing argument. I really fucking hope you're wrong. <laughs> so do I. Trust me. So, <laughs> and there you have it. That's our debate. I don't. I'm curious what you guys think. Who won the debate? Of who's going to win? And uh, also, the early turnout has been massive. So let's see if the early turnout. This is going to set a record for most voting ever. And uh, so, the and, and, is, and for people that are that are voting early, do not drop off your ballots to centers that you that may or may just. They may or may not be real drop boxes. We are seeing fakes. Bring it directly to a post office. Bring it to an official drop-off box. Do not put it in any of these these fake ones that are popping up. Please be careful um, out there. Your vote matters. Your vote counts. Be smart about it. I actually have a secret. It's something I do every time is I go directly to where people are in line, 
and they have a Dropbox at that same exact place. So you go in, you don't wait in line. You go in, pass the line, and just drop your ballot right in the box where the polling is. So that's what I do every election, just because, because I like going, but I don't like waiting. And uh, so this year it's more important than ever. So I say just go to your polling place, but just walk right past the line and drop your ballot box off right next to a poller. That's what I recommend. Cool. And uh, just like Roe was saying. And uh, with that, we just, because we're running out of time, we're running long today. So we're just going to do one hope in 60 seconds. Hope in 60 seconds. We give each other 60 seconds for hope um, for a topic. So there's just one today. So we can each do it, I think. Hope in 60 seconds. I feel hopeless because I think there's going to be complete and utter chaos on the streets no matter what happens on November 3rd. I actually think Biden will win and Trump is going to say... Fake news did this. I actually won. It was all the fake news that made our patriots in this country not not get their voices heard. Like he said before, the Proud Boys, all these right-wing racist groups are going to, he's going to say, get your voices heard. You know, take to the streets. Do what you need to do. Don't stand by anymore. Go. Get them. Give me hope. Um, well, if the Dems lose, they're going to get in the streets and you know, and be upset if the Republicans lose, they might do the same. The outcome is just going to be a couple of days of unrest. People, people get, you know, after the Lakers won here, people were doing some dumb shit. After the Eagles won, people were doing dumb shit, you know, a couple of years ago, they were eating shit literally off the streets. Oh, yeah. um, so people are going to express their emotions and that's happening, but I do not think it's going to be a revolutionary sort of civil war type thing. I think it's going to be a day or two of unrest and in some cities and it'll that that'll be it and the election's not gonna be decided for months anyway it'll go to the end of the year so that's well we'll, let's see see. i mean your hope is good i feel the opposite but let's just see all of this is let's see what happens let's see uh look we're just two dudes who are uh self-proclaimed mediocre people and so why not why not yeah. just see what yeah. happens? So with that, we're going to, uh, we've run out of time, so we're going to get to our submissions next week. And with that, it's just our hope fulfilled. We always do hope fulfilled. And uh, I want to thank everyone who is supporting the our film TAR. And you can go to tarthemovie.com to check out all the links and everywhere to go to see it. And I'm really, really grateful and full of gratitude for people who are supporting our fun movie and keep supporting it because... It is a way to escape during these crazy times and have a good time at home, at the theater, and enjoy the movie. So I am grateful to all of you. And the other hope fulfilled is uh, Donald Trump has said over and over again that Joe Biden is Sleepy Joe. And I am feeling very hope fulfilled, be fulfilled because Joe Biden is awake. That man yep. and hopefully- has woken up. And hopefully the rest of us will wake up and go to the polls. But until yes. then, Aaron, I will catch you later. Talk to you next week, brother. When the world seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore, here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the dark. It's a hopeless show with Aaron and Rogan, whoa.